This episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by 4 Welcome, What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Sam Claiborne, Scoop, Zach Ryan, <laughs> Scoop. And we've got a great show for you with this week. We're going to talk about Far Cry 5. We're going to talk about the Mega Man X Legacy collections. But first, Big Tony writes in this week. <laughs> right We're starting the, the episode. The triumphant return. Yeah, I mean, Big Tony Style, when he writes in, he gets top billing. So for new listeners, Big Tony Style uh, just writes in a lot. Like you can. At, I don't know what the address is. It's it's hard to remember. Gamescoop at IGN.com. But it's also... Sam, you're on the show every week and you don't remember Gamescoop at IGN.com. It's also what? No, Omega Cops at oh, IGN.com. We, we do have Omega Cops at IGN. Did you guys really get that one? Yeah. That's great. And... Goose Camp. Uh, Goose Camp. Goose we have all, Camp we have all at Or is it Camp Goose? I don't think anybody ever actually... We're in those. Camp Goose right now. Anyway, uh, Big Tony Style says, with Metal Gear Survive... Remember that one? Yeah. No. Yeah, I know. With Metal Gear Survive not doing well and already seeing heavy discounts, I'm wondering if Konami will continue making games. What developers would you like to see take over some of their top IP Ooh. if Konami were ever going to sell them? The state the, the state of affairs for Konami is truly sad because once upon a time they're just they're a top tier video game developer, but it's been a long time. That's the one silver lining, right? Is at some point, even if it's a decade from now, presumably there'll be somebody else making you know making games in those franchises, like yeah. Darksiders or whatever. So the question is, who will get Frogger? Well, yeah, that's one of them for sure. <laughs> uh, let's let's start with uh, Metal Gear. Okay, if someone else are going to make a Metal Gear game. <sighs> who should it be, well, or who I mean, will it be? I feel like Platinum Both. did a bang up job, like creating a game in the Metal Gear universe, but that not is that's not necessarily a Metal Gear game. You know, not a stealth Rising espionage. Revengeance. Exactly. Yeah. Metal Gear is such a singular yeah, thing. It's yeah, tough. There's not like much like it. I, mean, I think they, they should give it to the Fortnite development team and just make an awesome Battle well, Royale. That's just honestly, a, uh, I, said it from, I said it from the outset at, with uh, uh, Metal Gear Survive that if they dropped in a 100, you know, like one ver- or 100 versus 100 Battle Royale mode yeah. w- with the Metal Gear Solid 5 control scheme on console, I would play that. It'd be a yeah. hit. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be into that. I think we just saved Konami. Metal think, Gear Royale. I think Rocksteady would be a good choice for Rocksteady. a Metal Gear game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Choice for choice for any game. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. Wait a second here. Kojima Productions should buy Metal Gear. Oh, oh that's oh, yeah. smart. That's actually He'll, a really good one. Kojima He's spent, made some. Kojima spent twenty years <laughs> trying to get away from Metal Gear. Like, I don't know. Yeah. If he was trying to every Gear. time he made a Metal Gear game, he was like, "And this is my last Metal Gear game." Like, yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. But they just got better. Uh, and better. It means something. That's true. Uh, I was thinking about Splinter Cell. Yeah. Being another stealth game, I wonder if Ubisoft you, could make a good Metal Gear game. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. They seem to make some decent games these days. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. No, you don't think so? I mean, I like I love Splinter Cell games actually, and uh, and Ubisoft games, but they're not like Metal Gear games are very auteur driven. Like mm. it's a singular artistic vision of like one man and his crazy cohort. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I can't imagine that fitting into the Ubisoft mold of making games. Yeah, mm. that's fair. Uh, what about Castlevania? Ooh, I got a good one for this. What? Nintendo. Yacht Club. Yacht Club. That's yeah. Good. I'd like to see yeah, Yacht Club. Good. The guys behind Shovel Knight, I'd love to see them make a 2D Castlevania game in, in the vein of uh, Symphony mm-hmm. of the Night or Aria of Sorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I could see sure. that. What about just Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. That, 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 just yeah. Give, it would also be great. Yeah. <laughs> just give Castlevania all, to Nintendo. Also a good choice. Let them they, make. Could, they could actually make Metroidvania. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Such a stupid idea. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, what about Silent Hill? 
I mean, I Capcom can just take that. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, Capcom's Capcom doing the, the survival horror thing, right? Yeah. yeah. I guess there's also Bethesda with Evil Within, but yeah. I think that's a good point. Mikami, you know, is uh, mm-hmm. was it Tango? What are they called? <laughs> the Tango GameWorks? Did I uh, make that up? <laughs> no, you're close though. I think it's it's <laughs> either Tango GameWorks or something like. You all know what I'm talking yeah. about. It's not Grasshopper. Anything? No, Grasshopper no, Suda. Something else. Yeah, Grasshopper Suda Fifty One. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Capcom seemed to make sense uh, for Silent Hill for me. Now, Contra as a series has been dead for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if it, if, so, if someone were, gonna, were to make another Contra game, we should do that. You and I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, think I don't trust it in anybody else's hands at what about, this point. What about Arc System Works, the developer that made uh, Hardcore Uprising? That game is so good. Right. Yeah. So uh, was it third was favorite it Contra game? High Flying Studios, the guy behind the guys behind Bulletstorm. High Flying Studios. No. I feel like I feel like Rin, that was their name. Who made Bionic Commando Rearmed? That's true. That that would be a good one too. Yeah, oh, yeah Chair. I, I like what you're saying there. I feel like Chair would be a good developer for that as well. Yeah. Who made? Uh, well, what's it called? Uh, Shadow Complex. Shadow Complex. Yeah. But yeah, what is Chair doing? They 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 did well. I mean, a million Ep- Infinity Blades and Epic has Fortnite now. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't know if Chair is you know pitching in on the mobile port of that or what specifically that studio is doing, but they're all in one sort of Epic dev house now. So yeah. Yeah. This is a little bit uh, more niche, but uh, Suikoden. You know what? You take that back. I, I'm not. It's not. I'm just. It's just an observation. Uh, you don't think Suikoden is one of Konami's more niche uh, franchises? Yeah. Okay. In the face of Silent Hill <laughs> and in uh, Metal Gear, no. I mean Square Enix, right? Yeah, Square Enix yeah. should probably uh, take over. But Suikoden. they have to do it. Like, please don't Final Fantasyize. Final Fantasize. <laughs> Final Fantasy. Like got there. You. I like yeah. um, that series. It's got to stay. Uh, they got to bring it back to its retro roots. It's uh, dude, is so good. What about Run the Brave Exodus guys? The uh, Bravely Default guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. What's that? Is that level five? I don't know who makes that. Uh, no, it's a team within Square. I, I forget the name of them though. Mm. Yeah. If Suikoden is so good, why doesn't Konami just make one of those games and make a lot of money? They made. There's. They've made like six <laughs> of them. Like two and a half of which are good. Uh, they ah. just. They just put out a, a set of uh, Suikoden. Pin, um, Pachinko machines. Pachinko, so, yeah, yeah. Perfect. That's they do true. make, they make like Gachapon, Pachinko. Yeah, is that what that's their big And that's, that's actually the reason. Now, that's yeah. what puts a stop to everything we're discussing right now is because they're going to make Metal Gear and Silent Hill Pachinko machines until the end of time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam, who do you think should take over the Goonies? Stern like, Pinball. Stern Pinball? Ooh. Yes. The best Goonies, or the best theme for a pinball machine ever, I think. Would be. Yeah. Has that there not been be a really Goonies pinball machine? There was a fan-made one, just like a what? re-theme of There one. are fan-made pinball machines? They're amazing. They're like yeah. re-themed. Sometimes they're like pro- programmed. and yeah. What game did they re-theme? Really one. I don't know. It was, I think it was like a Bally Playboy some, or something. Some pirate game, yeah. Some pirate I don't think ball. You, yeah, yeah, maybe. It, I don't think it had like that complex of ramps or anything. It could have a second play field that's like down underneath. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And they could have a beautiful waterfall. Yeah. Yeah. They could include the octopus. They could include the octopus. <laughs> they could include the octopus. Say. And like, you know, like all the ramps could be the water slides from the end of the game. Uh, all the different game I'm really modes. really into this. All actually. the different, <laughs> all the different <laughs> game modes write themselves. What if the, the, and, and somewhere on the play field, it opens up and the ship comes out at some yeah. point? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super into that. <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe there hasn't been a game. And then there's Domino's Pizza for everybody at the end. <laughs> Perfect. Do they get Domino's Pizza? Is that, yeah. yeah. That's the pizza. And it's this great classic Domino's box that I really kind of like suddenly nostalgic for, which is like the Domino. Which yeah. is on the top iconic. of the box, yeah. yeah. Blue and red. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, finally, what about the Gradius series? I was thinking Treasure. But uh, is Treasure still making games? Ikaruga. They're, they're not far between. They're not out of business, but the last one that they did, I think, might have been... They did Sin and Punishment. Uh, they did a Sin and Punishment on the Wii. Right. Isn't Ikaruga coming to the Wii? Switch, That's two switch. consoles ago. Yeah. I know. So, so what are they doing? But like they haven't been. They like, haven't like gone out of business. They've so been I don't working know. really hard in this Ikaruga port. What about Astro Boy? 
Yeah. That's presumably there's good. human beings working at Treasure. They have it on their business cards. What are they going yeah. to work and do each day? Yeah, Ikaruga is supposed to be coming to Switch and PS4. Yeah. Sometimes. Is Ikaruga on Switch going to have a vertical mode? Uh, yes, I think that was what they showed us. Yeah, you just showed me a Switch vertical mode game. Yeah, Dragon Blaze. There's mm-hmm. a, a Japanese arcade game that was released in the year 2000 called Dragon Blaze that just came to Switch, and yeah, it has a cool vertical mode. It's really fun. <laughs> I felt really bad because like I'm not super into uh, shmups, and uh, Damon came over to my desk the other day and was like, "Check it out! Look at Dragon Blaze!" And he was like showing it to me, and I was like, "You good? Good." <laughs> he yeah. kind of was yes. Like, All right, very, whatever. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> very particular kind yeah. of uh, <laughs> video game fan that mm-hmm. gets into those games. I don't, that's all the uh, like the major Konami franchises. Yeah, that we saved of. up a little bit to get Contra, so don't worry about that. One. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What are you guys calling your production company? Contra Studios. Wow, that's Contra. pretty on. That's pretty on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you making a new Contra game? Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, no Contra at all. It's not like Kojima did any better. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, remind me, Sam. I think at um, PAX East, uh, an indie dev was showing off a game that was specifically uh, aping the Contra Three style. A like, Contra like for only Alien Wars. Yeah, exactly. Contra like you have to imagine the name ex- uh, escapes me at the moment. There's some parallel universe where like Contra is the more beloved game than like mm-hmm. Super Metroid and Castlevania, and there are just like indie Contra likes coming out constantly. <laughs> some alternate, some yeah. alternate future. Where, where Sam is president. We're, we're kind of in that for Double Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just like whatever, like some weird, like, you know, they're still making Pac-Man maze games in 2018. Yeah. Well, they made a Pac-Man maze game last year in yeah, 2017. They did. All right, moving on. This is Sam in Bristol, UK. Mm. And he says, Far Cry 5 is the hot topic at the moment. You seem to be enjoying it a lot. I played Far Cry 1 and 2 back in the day, and a very small amount of 3. I'd been thinking of getting back into the series, but when I learnt about the theme and setting of Far Cry 5, I was put off. My thought uh, was that being set in Montana, dealing with religious cults and also present day, means overall this probably really appeals to Americans much more more than those of us from the rest of the world. How much do you think the setting of a game, where it is actually based on real-world places that are recognizable, make a difference to the geographical player base. Mm. Similar examples. I really enjoyed Hellgate London when it came out years ago because it featured the underground stations, which, as a former Londoner, was a fun way of immersing myself in the game. If the game has this sort of appeal to the people who will recognize the setting, does it also detract from those who don't because they don't feel part of the game as much? It's interesting. Yeah. I, the reverse can also be true, though. Like part of the appeal for me of like Yakuza or like Persona sure. was like I don't you know I don't live in Japan I don't know Japan particularly yeah. well, but it's sort of fun to you know run around those cities that I don't have a lot of familiarity with. Well, especially yeah. when when those franchises Yakuza and, and Persona they do such a a great job of replicating those actual places. You know, yeah. like like there are streets in in Yakuza. I think it was. Uh, I want to say it was Kotaku ran a comparison where you could you could uh, tab over on their Whoa. images. Was that it was close? like here's Shinjuku and Yakuza, and you can you know move a slider on their image. That was like it was amazing how yeah. how like almost one to one those was were. like that too. Persona right? is similar, yeah. Like there's definitely the real like, train stations. Yeah, the map itself is is very much you know like this is what Japan how Japan is laid out, and then the uh, the neighborhoods that you go to are truncated versions mm-hmm. of that. But yeah, I mean we for us living in such a famous city, you know, San Francisco is one of the more well known cities in the world. I would say there's not a lot of video games actually set here, and so Watch Dogs Two was yeah. interesting for that reason to actually get a sense for 
I'm in my neighborhood mm-hmm. and unrecognizable. Like even little details, like the trash cans. I'm like, that looks like the Embarcadero. Like that mm-hmm. looks exactly like my hood. Yeah. Um, and that was a really trippy, surreal experience. I had people over just to like show them that game. They don't yeah. know games at all. They're just like, look at the city in this. Yeah. It's really yeah. funny. Marty and, and I drive from this to this really fast. Marty and I played a fair amount of co-op in Watch Dogs 2, and it was really fun teaming up with him because he'd say things like, oh, meet me at Union Square for this mission. <laughs> and I wouldn't even have to look at the map. Like yeah. I could just, you know, like, it wasn't a one-to-one city, but like it was close. So in that regard, yeah, I do think there is something, you know, to say yeah. to that. There can yeah. be like a special thrill if you know the mm-hmm. area and it's mapped out really well. Here's the rub. It can be too similar though. And I think What's Far Cry example? was too Kansas for me. Far too Cry Kansas. Was too Kansas. Yeah. We Kansas talked about isn't this. Isn't nearly as hilly as like wooded. As, it's yeah. the western western Kansas. Mm, no. The foothills Kansas of the, the Rockies. The great the great Rocky Mountains, Damon. There was a knot in Kansas. Yeah, I think to bring it back around to Sam's original question, Far Cry 5 is so heightened and ridiculous uh and not necessarily like true to life that I don't really feel like you know if you live somewhere else or that wasn't your experience growing up, I don't I don't, I don't think like the, it's a very very silly cartoony game. Um, and yeah. so I don't think it particularly matters if that wasn't, you know, your life experience growing up. Yeah. 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 I think just modern real world settings are boring anyway. Yeah. I, I don't care where they are. Like GTA, like I just wish it was somewhere else or in the past or in the future. Yeah. Hmm. I would say given the option, I would rather explore a fantasy world yeah. than my backyard. I think if it's done right, I, yeah. like I, I agree to some extent, but I think like a world like GTA five, uh, you know, that, that representation of, of, uh, Los Angeles is like so like it is a like an amalgamation of what that greater area is and in that way I think it's really smart like but San Andreas not, did it yeah I know but it's like it's it's interesting to like know an area like that and play GTA a game like GTA Five and be like oh this is reminiscent of X Y Z Venice Beach you know? is amazing yeah, yeah it's so close yeah I really like that no I I, I do get that thrill but in terms it's a- of like. I mean, games being set in real-world settings, you know, contemporary settings, help fulfill sort of the power fantasy of, like, I cannot hunt and kill a bear with a flamethrower in real life. I mean, maybe I could, but... um, Kansas. (laughs) You personally can't. Someone else probably could. Western Kansas. Well, I mean, the point of, like, the more realistic the setting is, the more you get a sense of you're just doing something insane in the game, whereas in a fantasy land... You know, it's not as that dragon's on fire. Yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't feel qu- quite as interesting or strange. Like that's part of why this is sort of a deep cut. But like Crackdown one to two, mm. in Crackdown one, you felt like such a superhero and badass because it was in a more realistic setting. And then two was a zombie game, and it didn't feel nearly as special because it was, it was the setting was sillier. What kind of game is Crackdown three? No one knows. That's a vaporware game. Yeah, it's a game that does <laughs> not exist. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different type of. I hope. I hope it surprises us at E3. Yeah, I won't. All right. Again, <laughs> <laughs> our third surprise in a row. Remember me. Uh, this is Ben from Wyoming. He says, "Hey, Omega Cops, thank you for your great work on this show. It gets me through endless days of high school. It was just my birthday this weekend. I turned 17. I can finally buy M-rated games Ooh. without bringing my parents to the store. And if I got you, if you bring your ID. And I got Far Cry 5, Skyrim for Switch." <laughs> Kirby Star Allies Whoa. and yeah. Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2. Those are not all. Are you sure games. Kirby? That might be a, an adults only game. Yeah, that's r- yeah. one of the rare AO. <laughs> they're, they're doing all that kissing in that game, you yeah. know? So, yeah. yeah. So he says, I'm overloaded with games. What order do the Omega Cops think I should play them in? So, wait, wait it was Far Cry, Skyrim. Far Cry, Skyrim, Kirby, and Marvel Super Heroes 2, Lego. 
interesting. Well, if you play Skyrim, you're not going to play the other one. That's why I would say save Skyrim <laughs> yeah. for last because I think you won't ever get to the other three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you play Lego Marvel with a buddy. So here's right? well, here, here, aren't both uh, Lego Marvel and Kirby sort of uh, yeah, those designed are both, for co-op? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to so. say you do Far Cry first because that's what the conversation is yeah, right now. You can, you can ride that wave. And that bookends the two like open-worldy games. Like, exactly. You don't want those two back-to-back. Exactly. And it's like the most mature game you could possibly play for 17 years yeah. old it's real uh, lots of grown-up stuff uh, happening a that lot game. of swears <laughs> <laughs> drugs um uh and so then i think you do the two kids games in skyrim yeah i think that's actually oh, you know you can always just have people over to play those games or play mm-hmm. those with friends while you're playing your yeah. your single player game separately uh, you know i, I think start i think start with kirby because it's short do far cry because it's topical play skyrim because it'll take forever and then skip lego marvel 2 <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't he play are- kirby by yourself uh, oh it's fun i'm doing it it's great Oh, Zach. I'm having a good old time. I think uh, Lego Kissing, Marvel 2 in throwing general. throwing hearts. It's Zach. wonderful. Stop it. <laughs> I think in general, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2 got better reviews than Kirby did. Yeah, I've just never been a fan of the Lego games. I'm sure that's a great game, but... Dude, I can't keep up with... I used to play... Like, a Lego game would come out, and I would play all of them. Like, they were great. Lego Pirates and Lego Star Wars. And then at some point, I lost track of, like... They are coming out faster than I can possibly keep up. Yeah. Force Awakens was really cool. I played Lego Force Awakens, and that was really fun. That was like the only one that I've ever actually sat down and played through the whole thing. Others all play like at a, someone's house if like you know they're playing or you know kids love playing them and so it's easy to get you know kids involved in games through those. But I feel like Lego Harry, Harry Potter was the peak. In my opinion, what about the Hobbit? Was it the Hobbit or Lord of the Rings? They did both. It was like a Hobbit one, right? They did they go Hobbit as well? Yeah. Those Maybe really no one knows. <laughs> I mean, I, if there's a popular entertainment property, property, yeah, they've probably done a. I think I own the Lego Hobbit. <laughs> Lego the Hobbit. Yeah. Like a Requiem for a Dream. Mm. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. In the news this week, we got a release date for the Mega Man X Legacy Collections. Both of them will be out July 24th. Part one. So there's eight Mega Man X games. Mm-hmm. The first collection is one through four, and the second one is five through eight. And I'm excited to play these because I've only, I think I only ever played Mega Man X one, mm. the first one. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think several of them are. Are, are well regarded as being. If you look at one, two, and three, and then four, like they all look like they're on Super Nintendo, but the, but four made the jump to PlayStation. Four was on PlayStation, starting with yeah four. And then I found out today that three is on PlayStation also. Really? Yeah, and I don't know which version is going to be in this collection, but the three so on three Super Nintendo on has an FX chip in it to make the Ooh. to make the three D like the three D spinning things. So we should do a graphics comparison. Both Wait. Super Nintendo yeah. and. PS1? Yeah, that's wild. That's just wild. very that's unusual. That's so crazy. How many but games did so that? Late. Probably not just that many. One. Just that game. Yeah. yeah, that's the only one. You know, Chrono Trigger and Final yeah. Fantasy did eventually. Yeah. Yeah, but those are ports. Yeah, right? those like, count. Total yeah. ports. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess this is a port as well. But was, but the like time wasn't. The time release. didn't elapse too much between. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to go back and look at like the PS1's first year, like you know, however long, and like see how many of those came out simultaneously on the 16-bit era. Huh. Yeah. But Mega Man did stay pretty cool and Mega Man X looking until. I think it was seven. Seven's the weird one, right? And then the it looks one? like uh, it, and eight is a PS2 game. Yeah. But seven looks already like really smooth and not like pixelated, and, and then eight looks like crazy. About, like Mega Man's all tall and skinny. What about Maverick Hunter X? Is that going to make the cut <laughs> on this collection? I don't think so. No. <clears throat> yeah. There has been an X collection before, and it had that racing game in it. Yeah. It's whoa, called whoa, whoa. Battle and a Chase. Specifically, I think? X Collection or just the Mega Man? No, there was an Mega X, Man collection. X Collection yeah. for really? GameCube uh-huh. and PS2. There was a there was, was a Mega Man Collection that anniversary. Had, yeah, the Anniversary Collection, and then there was that. an X Collection as well. Interesting. Yeah. I guess I, I totally forgot about that. I had that. Uh, so that racing game was, I think, only released in Japan, mm-hmm. and I had like uh, like 
imported it. Nice. Back in the day. Is it like, called after I Battle my PS1. and Chase? I think so. Rockman Battle and Chase. Battle and Chase, yeah. Sounds, that sounds right. What and, about Battle or Chase? The far yeah. less popular. <laughs> um, one or the other. Why yeah. not both? I would totally play through all these games again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One, I think one is a little rough, too. Is like really improves on one. I mean, one's really great. It's a great game. But like it's nobody played three because it was so hard to get. Three is the, the best time. one. And it's really interesting. Yeah. So it's good, good to have it in the collection. Why, why was it hard to get? It's like one of the rare Super Nintendo games. It's mm-hmm. so expensive. I mean, obviously, you could, now I just found out you can play it on PS. I wonder if it's just uh, like late, late in the Super Nintendo's life. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, two and three. Yeah. They're like some of the most sought after cartridges. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, did Mega Man X never come to the Genesis? No, there's no, no Mega Man on the Genesis. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. Yeah, because it's just odd, right? Yeah, yeah it's well, they, Capcom did Disney games on the Genesis, so yeah. we know they did games for the Genesis. Yeah, they did business well, yeah, with I mean, Sega, Castlevania. They brought Contra there. So. Capcom, I'm saying. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm still thinking about Konami. Yeah. I'm stoked because I, I recently played through X on. Uh, Super Nintendo Classic, mm. and uh, that's one of my favorite games. Like, I love Mega Man. I love uh, you know the first three X games. Um, so it's awesome that this collection, these collections are coming out on Switch because now I get to play through all of them. So yeah, it's rad. I have no sense of what four, five, and six are about. Like one through three, it's just like you They're were saying. All about I know, the same thing. I know what they are, and like seven and eight, I remember those. But like that middle X period, I'm like, I don't know what those games look like or yeah. who. I've been looking at videos. They have great like Mega Man Seven looks. So there's like big background polygon stuff. Yeah, and then there's like really good sprite for a lot of it too. They look really appealing. I again, I've never played them, but I've watched the videos. Play as a robot, hunt other robots, reploids, absorb your powers. That's right. Yeah, Mavericks. Mavericks, yeah. You're the Mavericks. No. You hunt Mavericks. You're you're Maverick Hunter X. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the bad guys were the, you're Maverick Hunter X. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the Reploids (laughs) are the names of the the bosses, and they're all animals, which is great. Supposedly the Mega Man X games have, like, pretty deep lore and, like, a pretty cool story. Mega Man X was created by Dr. Light in Frozen. That's right. (laughs) That's so sad. He's like, you're too good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good, Dr. Light. Thank you. What uh, game is that from? I don't know. I think it's from Seven. Yeah, yeah from Mega Man Seven. Isn't that also the one that has a cutscene cut scene where he goes, "Shut up"? <laughs> I think that's eight. <laughs> is that eight? Wait, yeah. from with the anime cuts. Yeah, Shut yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so both collections are twenty bucks each uh, for download. There is a retail bundle uh, that's forty bucks. You don't, so you're not getting a discount. But it's two discs for PS4 and Xbox One, or on the wait, wait. Switch. Hold on, two discs. Yeah, it's a lot of Mega Man bundle. It's a lot of Mega Man. You can't in there. fit eight. PlayStation era Mega Man games on a on a single. They did do up through PS2. I think maybe it's because it's technically they're separate games. Oh, the collections maybe they printed them separately. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, Yeah. because it's collection one and two. Mm -hmm. But the (laughs) Switch retail bundle is just one cartridge and then a download code. Oh yeah, yeah. That's classic Switch jam for Legacy Collection Two. (laughs) Weird. So so what they wanted to do is make sure they got to use their menu screens. For both and not combine them, right? That, uh, it's like they, they kept the packages separate. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's out. They're separate games, right? That they're bundling up into one th- thing you can... Yeah, but we, I think we, the question I, is, could they have been on one oh. disc? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just could it have been on one disc, on one Blu-ray? But then you're but then you're doubling production, right? Because you're you're creating discs that have all eight games and creating discs that have one through four and five through eight. Oh, right? they're not selling so. retail separately. That's why it's stupid. That's why. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. You're right. So it's menus. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want to create. <laughs> Got to get those hot we menus. Yeah. We Do you want to have a, a the more you know segment about what going gold means? <laughs> Remember that term? We're not yeah. going to hear that anymore. That's that's not true. 
We just heard about God of War going gold. We get gold press releases with them yeah. uh, sometimes, but it used to be. I remember when I first started ten years thing. ago, you just get every email would be like, "This game has gone gold," and then yep. you'd write it up. It means, as news. yeah, it yep. means meant the code was locked. Yep. The game is finished. They can't and work they on can it anymore. Print the discs, yeah, right? Print is that the discs. What it but that's means? also like that's also a relative term in this day and age because a game can go to print, but yeah. then still get a eight gigabyte. Oh yeah, patch yeah. That, that, that not only that, that yeah. and then they also get sold. Like, so what is that for? You know, so what is that? Is that going platinum? Is when the code is when like when the, the yeah, so uh, day one just, patch is ready? Yeah. I think it's just an outdated term. Yeah, they just patched Red Dead Redemption. Like it never ends. Yep. Yeah, that Xbox One version of Red Dead looks Ooh. tasty. Looks really good. Yeah. I can't believe how good that game still looks. We don't yeah. even need a new one. Yeah, I think we're just... Kansas. Yeah, I'll pass Let's, on the new one. I'll also, the, the new one, one looks too Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> no such thing. This is Gregory from Syracuse, New York. And he says, recently, I've been playing a lot of games. Whenever I have time to myself, I turn on my PlayStation 4 and I play whatever game is in my current catalog. This is spending. (laughs) Way to go, Greg. Yeah, that's how video games are. We're on board. (laughs) This has led to spending less time enjoying my other hobbies, such as reading, writing, and playing music. I then began to wonder, should I be doing these other hobbies instead? While I find enjoyment in video games, I sometimes feel it doesn't cause my creative juices to flow, Mm. and I'm simply passing the time. This, coupled with the fact that I'm simply experiencing something that someone else created, has caused me to feel that all the years I've spent gaming, I've wasted while I could have been doing something else. Have any of you ever experienced a feeling such as this? There's only one solution to that. What did you do about it? One solution. Do it for work. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's the only. Otherwise, you are just wasting your time. You, uh, <laughs> Damon, I've always liked your attitude on this and how you sort of think about your time outside of work. I don't know if you want to. Get into I'm it. in charge of it. Yeah. No, like your 10 p.m. rule. <laughs> oh, that. That's, that's how basic I. Basic theory. <laughs> well, <laughs> my time. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, like, I mean, yeah, like you are in charge, Greg. You are in charge of your own time, and you can budget your time accordingly. And if you feel like you want to spend less time playing video games and more time uh, doing creative endeavors, then you can do that. But my, yeah, what Justin is talking to is my personal schedule that I try to stick to is uh, I get home from work and I try to be productive until 10 p.m. And then after 10 p.m., I can play video games. You don't go to bed at 10? No, I don't go to bed at 10. Crazy. Not 10 is when video game what? time starts. 10 is when sleepy time starts for me. Oh, man, yeah. no. I can't go to sleep before midnight. That's, that is still impossible really? to sleep before midnight. Oh. Yeah. You could you also play some worse games. <laughs> <laughs> you could do what I do and just uh, not be creative at all. Yeah. And just don't have a creative outlet. Yeah, and just, just consume other people's content. Yep. There's enough content already. We don't need more. <laughs> have you been on Spotify I mean, lately? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah. needs to make any more music. We're good. Infinite content. Yeah. 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 Infinite uh, content. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, in a former life, I was a musician, and uh, you I do you're still a musician. I don't. Not, I don't play music anymore. So no. I mean, I'll you know, like I'll sit down and pick up my guitar and like play a riff or something that's like, oh, this is cool. But I don't put that riff anywhere. I don't you know, like I don't practice with a band anymore. So no, I don't. I don't necessarily classify myself or, or define myself as a musician. And I do have this like sort of like gamer's guilt sometimes when I'm sitting there, like especially on a weekend, and I've played two full days of Far Cry 5 and then I look outside and it's gorgeous and I'm like why am I not doing anything else like you know I creatively especially but I do I have found myself like choosing like I think partly because of work is like I really need to get through this game like as fast as possible it's a legitimate solution if you want to be creative and like maybe put your thoughts down about the game you're playing more power to you I mean Mm -hmm. that's a really fun 
thing to do. And that's why we're all in this business. Yeah. You, you could also uh, have kids and then you'll be too tired to do anything. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> that's creative. I, I, creating life is creative. Yeah. I sometimes just sit in a dark room and stare blankly. <laughs> just to have a You think few. he's being, you think he's joking. That's, oh. he seriously told me about how he does this sometimes. Every once in a while. Yeah. Sometimes you just go into a room here in the office and you turn on the light like, ah, Justin. <laughs> Justin's here. <laughs> just need a few minutes peace. <laughs> Um, no, I think that, you know, you find the balance and, uh, it's not a waste of time if you're, you know, doing it to really enjoy yourself and maybe find balance in in your life and relax. I don't think any, any, any time spent truly enjoying yourself is wasted, you know? Yeah. But there's definitely been times where I've played games that I'm like, this is boring. Why am I doing this? Well, (laughs) yeah, that sucks too. It's nice that it rains here a lot and it's foggy. And so sometimes you're just like, yep. Nah, just stay inside. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, I'll even take a windy day. You know what I mean? Oh, too wind. windy. Yeah. Too windy. Yeah. Better, yeah. better stay inside and play video games. Yeah. Actively <laughs> keeping me inside. Yeah. Like I just, that I resistance is enough. Oh, the wind's too yeah. strong. Yeah. I can't get the door open. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Can't make game. it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Now it's time for a new game. Oh, boy. This, this idea was suggested by Kevin McCallow. Callow? Callow? Yeah. Kevin. It's Kevin Quello. Hey, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he has gathered some strap lines from IGN Reviews. This is a oh, very good oh, game. Oh, boy. And I'm going to read the strap lines, and you're going to try to guess the game just okay. based on the strap line. All right. I write these a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, uh, listeners, uh, if you don't know what the strap line is, it's the sentence underneath the headline. Our headlines are written in AP style. Not complete sentences, and then underneath that is a complete sentence with grammar and punctuation. You said this is all reviews, right? From reviews. This or sometimes it's you, just a quip and not a complete sentence. Can I give you but a, a favorite on the recent example of a strapline? Yes, sure. Okay, Dan Stapleton's review. He's great. Wait, at don't four. tell us what the game is, and then he'll guess what it is. Okay, so Dan Stapleton's recently did a review. This is going to totally give it away, but his strapline was "More than more Mordor." Oh yeah, that was good. More than more. Oh what? What, was that from Shadow of War? Shadow of War. I was trying yeah. to think of something more, recent. More than more Mordor. It's more yeah. than just more Mordor. That's recent. That's October. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, you would not believe how seriously Dan takes his review. Oh, really I was there for the uh, the spitballing of that one. Uh, all right. The first one is the greatest. Hold on. The greatest 3D world ever created. That's Super that's, Mario 3D World. No, it's got to be. Uh, it's a good guess. It's got to be Breath of the Wild. Banjo Kazooie. It's not. It is (laughs) something old. It's gonna be something stupid as hell. It's Mario sixty four. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's right on the money. You know what's weird about that is that Pear wrote that recently because he just moved our old reviews that that he was involved in into our new format, and they didn't have strap lines before. That's what since IGN's been on the air twenty years, you can go back and read old articles. But because we've ported over, you know, we've (laughs) ported over our content management system, and like 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 that old those old articles are usually like broken and busted, even though they're still tech technically online, and it bothered Pear so much that he went in and cleaned them all up. Yeah, what are you yeah. chuckling Are we not going to comment on that Justin said that oh, IGN yeah. has been on the air? <laughs> okay. Whatever. Let us go We're home. broadcasting. We've been broadcasting 24-7. Hey, cut. 20 years. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. The next one is we walk until... Make, make sure I get this right. We walk until this path is done. Journey? Yes. Ooh, nice. Which I believe was a Ryan Clements joint. Yeah. Back in the day. Why so serious? Uh, is, is it a Journey lyric? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Don't stop believing. All right. <laughs> the next one is <laughs> Survival of the Fittest. Uh, this one's much more. That's so generic. It's got to yeah. be old. Yeah. Actually, it's, oh, I can tell you, we have, uh, I have scores too. This game got a perfect 10. Ooh. Uh, There's not that many of those. Survival of the Fittest. Wouldn't be, it wouldn't be MGS5. Hmm. 
Um, is it a Nintendo 64 game? It's a Game Boy no. Color game. It's not. <laughs> so you think this is a Craig Harris joint? I oh, thought so. Uh, is yeah. it GTA 4? No. Uh, closer to the era, though. This one is uh, The Last of Us. Ah. Okay. Didn't you just say it was an old game? No. So what I you're saying you is not all of our straps are clever puns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about this one? A Pound of Flesh. It's a Dante's Inferno. No. Sneak oh, King. that's a good... That's a good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was our strap line for Bloodborne. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, you didn't play this Bloodborne. Is, yeah. Should, would I get it if I played Bloodborne? No, I didn't get it either. I've played that game three times. <laughs> All right. How about this one? Has the franchise racer advanced or is it spinning its wheels? Mario Kart 64? No. Mario Kart Wii? Forza. Nope. Mario Kart 8? Nope. Mario Kart DS? Nope. Mario Kart. I'm Dan, out. It can't be in the Dan Stapleton era because he wouldn't have allowed... He wouldn't have allowed... Franchise. Yeah, we'll yeah. end up on that bad. Yeah. Uh, Ridge Racer. No. Double Dash. Yes. Oh, oh. wow. Fran Mirabella. I knew I was Mirabella missing one. I knew point, I was missing one. 7.9. Yeah. That's the famous, yeah. That's Fran a, gave yeah. that a 7.9, and, and a long time ago, that was a funny thing. How about this one? Twisted Pixel is back to blow your mind. Twisted Pixel. They made, uh, did they make Explosion Man? Mm-hmm. Ms. Explosion so Man? Some Explosion Man? Yeah, it was yeah. either that one or, or Explosion Man. And that was from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about this one? <laughs> a fantastic miss for Fox. Oh, that's Star Fox uh, that one. Zero, right? That's really good. <laughs> yeah. That's really clever. No, not Zero. Star Fox oh, Two. Star Fox Two. Okay. Yeah. And that, that was, was Sam. one of my proudest moments. Hey, applicable to both games, though. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Miss one more. <laughs> look at how look at how pleased he is with himself. <laughs> a fantastic a funny miss one. for Fox. It's that's a really, really good. That's got to be an all time like an all time great top ten strap line. Yeah. For my GM, we'll rank them. Uh, Go ahead. One more, one more. Where no roguelike has gone before. Splunky. Oh. Mm. Uh, uh, no. Uh, rogue Legacy. No. Wow, there's more roguelikes than that? FTL. Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah. Roguelike in space. That's cute. Yeah. It's in space. Yeah. I was trying to think of the Star Trek in Bridge space. Commander. Is that the name of the VR yeah. game? Not yeah. roguelike, though. No. I, I don't know. I didn't play that game. <laughs> that was a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> What was it not? <laughs> I just like, yes, it was fun, but when you have to say that out loud, I that was it to Kevin. We're, we're having just, fun. I was going to say, Kevin, thank you for the, the, yeah. the good game, Kevin. Can you guess this one? Guess. More like fart cry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I said that to you. <laughs> they, have to, they have to make a bad one, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. We do still we'll sit on time. that one. <laughs> we'll, wait for, we'll wait for Far Cry 6. My, my favorite one of all time my favorite strap line that I've ever seen was a preview for uh, Star Fox Adventure in EGM back in the GameCube era. And the headline was like, you know, Star Fox Adventure, but the, <laughs> the strap was about his fur and it was rare ads hair gives Fox flair, which I thought was really <laughs> good. It's cute. Has anyone here played Star Fox Adventures? Yeah. Nah, oh yeah. Wow. On Dinosaur Planet? Yeah. It's not the only me? one that didn't play that. It's fine. Down that yeah. Dinosaur Planet. It's not bad. It's okay. It's like, it's, yeah. it's fine. It's, it's a good. big empty slog. There's one character, uh, I forget his name, that is so, so annoying. In slippy. It's, it's a slippy type, but it, yeah. Oh, it's a slippy-like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're no his name is like Prince. I don't, before. I don't remember, but he's terrible. I think the game's, fine. I think the game's a easy 7 out of 10. That's probably what. You should play it now. Mm. Is it in the Rare Collection? It's not. It couldn't no. be in the Rare nope. Collection. Anyway, all right, uh, Zach, thank you for joining us. We're gonna, yeah, thanks we're for having We're going to excuse Zach, take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we'll play Video Game 20 Questions with a special guest. And now, a word from our sponsor. Attention, dudes. Most men will experience hair loss by age 35. By the time you notice, it's usually too late. A preemptive strike is required. That's where 4 comes in. 
4hims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and other men's health issues that connects you with real doctors for medical-grade solutions for problems that can be embarrassing to handle in person. There's no waiting room, no doctor visits, but these are prescription solutions backed by actual science. You visit 4hims.com, answer a few questions, a real doctor will review and prescribe accordingly, and products are shipped directly to your door. While supplies last, GameScoop listeners can get a trial month for just $5 when they head to 4 slash GameScoop. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash GameScoop. And now, back to the show. And now it's time for Video Game 20 Questions. Please welcome our very special guest, Lily, who uh, is joining us because this is actually her last week at IGN. Yep. And she mentioned recently recently that she wanted to play 20 Questions. Hadn't gotten a chance to yet, yeah. so we wanted to make sure we get her in here. And nothing yeah. to lose, right? So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. My record could either be great or absolute garbage. <laughs> That's true. You could be the only person to ever have a 100% record. Mm. Or zero. Yeah. Or zero yeah. percent, yeah. But let's think positive. Let's, like let's, make, it a, let's yeah. make it 100%. Our suggestion this week comes from Scott Phillip. Let the questioning where's begin. He, where's he from? He didn't say where he's from. Oh, boy. We got to pick a different one. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not picking a different one. Well, he has two first names. Yeah, That's so obviously he's a murderer. Yeah, obviously. If I've learned anything from Forensic Files. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got really dark. Yeah. Really. Uh, is, this game a, is this game played from a two-dimensional perspective? From a two, can you, 2D game. Uh, oh my gosh! You tripped him up in this one. I, can you be more specific? No, <laughs> I don't know what. To like, are you saying? Are you asking if if uh, are you asking? I don't want to help with this. I want to. Objects are rendered in three D in this game. N- no, I'm asking if there's an X and Y axis that you move in, or an X and a Y and a Z axis that you move through. Oh man, you stumped him. You stumped him. And it's only I think we won. The only reason I was asking is because I thought there's a 50% chance Damon would pick Cuphead. Cuphead, yeah. Uh, how about you ask a different question? Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll uh, just forget that one. Does this game have uh, cooperative play in it? No. Well, it's not, it's, not. it's not either of Lily's two favorite games. Well, Lily, take it away. I, um... Is this game was this game developed before or after 2000? Was it developed after 2000 or after or like right <laughs> no, on 2000? A, uh, after okay. after 2000. No. Before 2000? Yes. So your research is going to come in handy. Yeah. <laughs> All the ones I did for the last 30 minutes just uh, right. <laughs> w- did it come out after January 1st, 1990? Yes. Okay, 90s game. Okay. That was 5, so I'm I'm definitely in this. Uh, was this game well received? Yes. So popular '90s game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was oh, it my turn? Sure. Oh, man, I didn't even think of one. Come back to me. Uh, I'm trying to think w- of like. Was it a right was it a 16-bit game originally? Was it on the Sega Genesis of the Super Nintendo originally? No. That's five. Uh, was this a 64-bit game? Well, that only leaves N64. I doesn't PlayStation count as PlayStation's that? PlayStation's 32-bit, I think. I don't know. Bits kind of, I don't know. Is it a 32-bit or above <laughs> game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so stupid. I love it. So, so it's like a PlayStation or 64 or possibly Dreamcast game. And it's not a co-op game. Hmm? And it's unclear whether it's a 2D or 3D game, although that did not cost us a We question. could ask if it had 3D graphics or realistic graphics or something like that if we wanted to. Does it have realistic graphics? No. Oh, cool. 
Uh, was this game on the Nintendo 64? No. Mm. Okay. You go ahead. No, go ahead. Was this game developed in Japan? Yes. So, Dreamcast, Saturn, PlayStation, one of those, or PC, which would be weird, or arcade. Probably not PC in Japan. Is it Crazy Taxi again? We get that game all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. But arcade, though, right? Yeah. Um, but pop, but well received. Uh, I think we need to know what, what system this is on. I, th- I would guess PlayStation first. All right, is this on PlayStation? No. Ah. Oh man. That's ten. Ah. Is it on Dreamcast? No. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm useless on this one because I like what's left. Saturn. Saturn. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. If it's 32 bit and better, then it's Saturn. We we didn't eliminate. We didn't eliminate N64. It could be like, yeah, I did. No, we did. Did you do that just now? It was a while ago. Yeah. Couple yeah. Uh, was this... Is, so it's like Knights or something like that? Yeah. Is this game developed by Sega? No. Oof. Oh, boy. Why are you doing the, this? <laughs> I'm not doing anything. It's Scott Phillip. I told we, you, he's a murderer. We gotta let... Scott Phillip is a murderer. Yeah. I mean, could it be a PC game? Could be. We gotta let Lily get some questions in. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I had, I never played the Saturn. That's the thing, because I was a That's babe. Fine. Sega a didn't baby. make it. Ask if it's on Saturn, because it, it probably isn't. Uh, yeah. Just as a general rule, though, <laughs> know that I I pick games that I think you guys yeah would actually know and can yeah. get to, and then we let you down often. <laughs> should we ask? If it's I'm an, not like trying. to just ask if it's an arcade. So it's game? not like it's not it's not going to be something like, be like totally bizarre. Time, that you, never heard. Uh, you know, like Time Crisis or what is it called? Any of those late '90s shooters? DDR. It could be. Yeah, maybe. Is is this an arcade game? Yes. Is this game played with? Oh, no, what's the way? I, I want to know if it's played with like a weird interface, like either yeah, a gun great. or uh, dancing or something that was less common to play games at home. Mm-hmm. That's that's the question. Yeah. Yes. Woo! Okay. Is it about dancing? Yes. Huddle up. Huddle up. Huddle up. Hold on. We've got five questions left. Who made Dance Dance Revolution? Konami. Is that true? I thought they made the other. Am one. I wrong about that? I, don't I actually know. don't know. I thought they made the competitor. Maybe they did make DDR. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm delving deep, and I can't answer that question. But I have a feeling it's Konami. I don't know why I have. A feeling it's, it's probably DDR. But so, Lily, one of the rules is if you actually guess the name of the game and you're wrong, then the game's over. Yeah, I don't want to do that. We've had five questions. We should use them. Yeah. Better to be safe than sorry. Uh, smart. Did, how many how many pads does the DDR game have? Um. It changed over time, right? Yeah. So the question is, are we doing like up, down, left, and right? Or are we doing up, down, left, mm. right? Left, <laughs> up, right, yeah. up. Uh, does this game have a, a track of directions to follow while you play it? Yes. It, okay. Is it a, is it, would someone maybe describe it as some kind of dancing revolution? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. Oh, one. How about this? How about this? Does it have sequels? Yes. Is it the first in its series? Yes. First of its name. Wait, so. it's uh, Shirley. <laughs> I think we should let Lily do the honors, right. but I think Let's we're pretty... Wait, I, w- I do want to ask, can, right, um, can you play this game against another person? Yes. Well, then, yeah, it's... You gotta ask. Uh, what is Dance Dance Revolution? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yes, you know, Jeopardy rules. <laughs> yeah, we don't play by Jeopardy rules. Yes, so now we've lost. 
the original Shit. Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> we Good did. job. 1999. 99. And Just what, barely in the 90s. Wow. Barely in the 90s. And what I thought might trip you up is that the original one never came to home consoles. Oh. It, was wow. the, it was the sequels that it did. It never came? Not the original Dance Dance That's Revolution. Crazy. It, the, okay. Is it Konami? It is Konami. Oh, so who made the uh, the other dancing game? Which was the other dancing one? Just, Just Dance. Dance. <laughs> well, there was Just Dance later. And Remember Mario Dance Revolution. Oh, I remember Star Wars. I do remember that Star one. Wars oh. one. The, with well, the, well, that with that the Han Solo. That song. was Star Wars Connect. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. I'd forgotten that Konami did a whole like a series of like arcade like peripheral like they did a uh, what was their guitar? Yeah. They had they had a guitar game before Guitar Hero. Yeah. yeah. And then there was Bamani. Did they do Taiko yeah. Drum Master? Was that them? That's not. That's Namco, I think. Namco. And then there's. Um, Gun games like yeah. Uh, yeah. I keep well. Time Crisis is, time is uh, Namco as well. I'm, but what about Lethal Enforcers? Yeah, is that Konami. That was earlier. Yeah, and I don't even think that. I think that's a claim or Midway really? or something weird like that. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm glad you guys got there. Yay! Well done, Dance Dance Revolution. Uh, that was great. Before we go, we have time for a scoop, Jim. <laughs> From Kevin in Tennessee, and he says, on the show last week, you were recently perusing the April 1999 issue of EGM, and you mentioned a sticky note that said, email Red Octane. Before Netflix was even a thought, Red Octane started offering video game rentals by mail. It was a pretty big deal at the time, and I wanted to jump on board, but I couldn't afford it because I was in college. And yeah, it turns out that's true. Red Octane was the first online video game rental service. It was called... Uh, game web game zone. Huh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> but there was another one for a while uh, at the same time as Netflix too that was a more popular one, right? I subscribed to a service called Games and Flicks, and it did some sort of like the Flicks was an X or Games with a Z or something like that. Oh, they want. And its cool. big thing was like, if hey, are you a gamer and you like movies? Like, don't g- get Netflix and GameFly. We do both in one. Oh wow! Oh, wow. GameFly was what I was thinking of. GameFly, yeah. Which is the, um, GameFly people still use. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't Netflix try to spin up video game rentals at one point? Yeah, they tried and then they failed. Well, and they also tried to spin off the DVD rental business. Yeah, like Flickster. Is that what it was called? It I was gonna be, and then people lost yeah. their minds. It was one of the greatest, like, weirdest marketing blunders of all time. Yeah, I it really like. It that. was the most bizarre. So it's like Netflix is a bit, you know one of the most successful media internet companies of the last decade or whatever. But the way that they made this announcement was their CEO just like sitting around a patio table, and it looked <laughs> like it was filmed on like an iPhone. It's like good news, everybody. We're gonna spin out, you know, our DVD business and our our streaming business separately. Like it's gonna be called Flickster. This guy's gonna be the CEO, <laughs> and like. Everyone lost their minds and the stock dropped like a million points and then they canceled the news like a week later. It's something that had surely been in the week. It's just sad that Netflix wasn't able to bounce back for that. There's <laughs> also yeah. just not around there was anymore. also a company called Flickster and then they closed, I think, about two years ago. Mm. Just a separate thing entirely. Yeah. They owned Rotten. There's a lot Twitter. of stirs after Napster. Remember that? Yeah. Was that the first stir? Mm. Everybody did a stir. Mm. <laughs> I would love to know how many people are still getting like DVDs and Blu-rays in the mail from Netflix. I can't Netflix. even remember when I canceled no. mine. Yeah, how many people have it, didn't cancel it, and just have that disc sitting think, in their house somewhere? That's so the, that's the thing. Like, I think I haven't canceled mine because somewhere in the abyss, there's a DVD in there that mm-hmm. I don't want them to be like, okay, so you're canceling your DVD service. By the way, return that yeah. lost DVD, and I'll have to go into the depths of like all these boxes and crates that I have no idea where it is. But you're paying every month for the service, Lily. You paid much more than whatever that movie I know. Cost. Well, no. I, I'm going to figure it out eventually. Don't okay. worry, guys. <laughs> you should figure it out. When I go to my uh, like my family's house, uh, there's always uh, you know, like an old VHS collection that's now in boxes and stuff. But it's a VHS collection, right? All yeah. the their movies that they bought. And half of them are Blockbuster yeah. boxes. Yeah. <laughs> and that meant that they didn't return them. 
They paid the $20 fee and kept renting. Well, or they just waited it out. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And then they just <laughs> no, didn't have they to pay kept the renting. Fee. They kept yeah. getting them. And it was because like, you know, when you have like a little kid uh, in the 90s, you know, my sister would watch like yeah. tons of these or whatever. And then and they just, they're like, oh, it's better just to keep it. She doesn't care about the box. Art, yeah. You know? um, it was, <laughs> I, I guarantee you that, you know, Netflix's accountant, like somewhere on their balance sheet, they're making $800 million a year from just people that forgot that they're paying for like the <laughs> DVD plan and like just aren't yeah. using it. Like it's like the dark secret of like any subscription business. Yeah. We should go to Alaska and rent some Blockbuster videos. Yeah. Why is that? Where they're like under thirty, but they're still there. One just closed. That's interesting. Well, there's only twenty nine left in the world. Yeah, it's It's like internet's so bad there. Distance is so long that like renting is like totally viable. Interesting. And there's still box rental stores in San Francisco, so I don't. It is that these are blockbusters. They must still be renting games too. Mm. Mm. Maybe if we have any listeners in Alaska that can verify this, I'm (laughs) super into it. Take a picture of blockbuster and send it to us. Yes. And finally, before we go, let's share what we've been playing or what we're going to be playing this weekend. Lily? Uh, I'm going to be playing, uh, again, Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon on the 3DS. There you go. <laughs> I really want to. I didn't finish it last time. And then, uh, I didn't either. I'm also going to uh, play some Splatoon because I'm training for the Splatoon 2 Open mm. Invitational. Oh, very cool. When is the Invitational? Uh, April 21st. What about the tourney at E3? Yeah, that's what we're trying to get to. Very cool. Me and a couple of MVCP fans. Nice. Yeah. Damn. I think I still can't talk about the game I'm playing, so whatever. Well. Enjoy. I think you can talk about it. Well, maybe not right. Yeah, I think you can. After midnight tonight. Embargo, yeah. Dad. <laughs> well, okay. Anyway. Midnight. I save be, that for I later. I just want to be careful. Uh, I hope to be playing that, too, this yeah, weekend. For sure. So mysterious. Yeah. Justin, what uh, outdated TV show are you watching? <laughs> I am watching an outdated TV show. <laughs> oh, been no. Watching, been watching Gravity Falls. No, I, I fell off of Far Cry, and it's not because I just had my fill. Yeah. And it was totally fun, but um, I, you know, it was too big for me to finish. Um, and now I'm going to be starting God of War, so I'm between games. See, why can you talk about it? Well, you don't know that that's what Sam was playing. Like by the time great, he says, great in the future. Well done, everybody. <laughs> but he said it like. <laughs> but then, but then but that, said, that didn't give away that that's what he was talking about. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I wanted to say that I was going to play God of War, but I couldn't because of Sam. That's what we're going to play. No comment. I'll that's play the it next too. game I'm going to be playing at some point. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to play God of War this weekend, and I don't care who knows it. <laughs> We can, we can talk about it next week. God of War. Why not? Ooh. All right. Sell I'll down, join everybody. in on the fun. Uh, all right. That is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Lily. Too many, some would say. Yeah. Lily. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us for 20 questions. Yeah, thank you for having uh, me. If you have your own suggestions for 20 questions, email them to me at gamescoop at IGN.com or omegacops at IGN.com or goosecamp at IGN.com. My record is 100%, by the way. I retire with this. Yeah. Win-loss ratio. Yeah. There we go. Crazy. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Lily. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out. Good to be with you. Scoop!